Welcome to the Soul Experiment Podcast. I'm Nicole, an intuitive guide here to further awaken the spiritually conscious. In this space, we discuss all things spirituality and dive even deeper into the spiritual and energetic world. Welcome to my space. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to the podcast. This is a really exciting episode for me. I'm like just giggling. (laughs) It's an episode I've been wanting to make for such a long time, but I was like, I will know when the time is right and the time is finally right. And I'm ready to share my story and just share how crazy it's been the journey of manifesting the relationship of my dreams, the relationship that I started manifesting basically in August of 2020. Yeah. I have come a very long way and James and I just celebrated our one-year anniversary as well a few weeks back and we basically rented um, like an Airbnb in Frio. It's a little beach place, beach city here in WA, Western Australia and we just rented a loft that is so beautiful, full of glass, um, surrounded by like greens and oh my god, we were manifesting our dream house when we were in that loft because that is what we, that is what I want, that's what he wants, that's what we want. So creating and channeling that energy while we were there was so beautiful and just celebrating us and we just took the time off and literally disconnected and just was with each other. We played a lot of board games, we, uh, we just had an amazing time. Um, but that was just like the culmination of the anniversary and now i kind of want to look back on the journey of how i even got to the place where i was able to manifest and not only manifest but sustain the relationship because i think it's one thing to manifest an amazing partner it's another thing as well to be able to sustain the relationship and grow deeper in love and you know deepen that commitment over and over and over again now i'm trying to think of when to start and like where to even begin but i think i'm gonna begin back yeah in august 2020 when this all catalyzed for me and you know this all happened because i was unexpectedly dumped and if you don't know that story i'm sure i've talked about it in my other episodes but if not i'm just gonna give you a recap um i was deeply deeply in love with this guy that i was in a relationship with and then one day literally out of the blue he was like yeah i don't know how i feel about you and yeah, that <laughs> that was an interesting point in my life, but it was also very interesting on the flip side because I, that relationship, I have to give a lot of credit for because, you know, before this relationship that I'm in right now, I have been on the healing journey since I would say the beginning of 2019, right? My big spiritual awakening, my healing journey. I learned tarot, astrology. I did so much shadow work and I fell in love with with the healing process like it just felt so good to me it brought me so much freedom brought me so much awareness and as a personal development junkie through and through that just spoke to my soul also my apologies if you hear some um, male noises in the background <laughs> james has a friend over and they're playing chess and having a really good time so i'm really sorry but also you know what <laughs> some background entertainment for you uh yeah so that really catalyzed my my whole journey of manifesting the love that I really wanted because I was thinking okay no matter clearly no matter like how much I love this person he like he might still leave me so why not give myself the permission to really ask for what I want in a relationship and call that in rather than just settling for someone who came along the way I am going to be so clear with what I want 
and that's what I want. Like that's it. I I'm I'm exhausted of being in such deep pain and manifesting people that I'm like, nah, not too sure about. So I'm going to become unapologetically clear with what I want in a relationship, what I'm no longer available for, and what that's gonna look like for me. So yeah, that relationship really helped me curate that list and you know at that point I'd, I'd, I'd already been experimenting with manifestation quite a bit and I was like I'm going to manifest the love of my life like the relationship of my fucking dreams and so I started writing a list on Notion I still have it I'm going to read it out for you guys later but this is also not a list that I just wrote down once and that's it I kept adding to the list you know after that breakup I Oh my god, that healing journey was so beautiful because yeah, I was really taking my healing journey so sacredly and even when I was dumped, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt. I'll have to move on, but also I don't want to be in a relationship where that person isn't sure about me. So I was able to let go of him in peace and the grieving was more so grieving um, the loss of him from my life and not really the, the what ifs because I was sure like at that point I've been so deep in my self-love and healing journey that I'm just not available or I'm not going to beg for someone to be with me if they don't want to be with me. And guys, I have begged before in the past and it didn't turn out very well. So I've learned from that lesson. As a 1-3, I think I'm just really embracing the fact that I'm here to, to make mistakes and learn and embrace the entire process and be inspired by my messiness. So that's me. That's my journey. Full stop. <laughs> So as you know, after I was grieving that relationship, I started to date again. And at that point, I changed my my um, like my viewpoint and my perspective on dating. Before that, I was a serial monogamist. I would only you know have sex with the person once we're in a committed relationship. And then I was just kind of like, <laughs> I'm gonna try something else. And if I'm going to be completely honest with you, it did come from a place of wanting to seize all the opportunities. At this point, I knew that I might not have a long time in the Netherlands. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to have like two, three months left here, I am going to have the most fun I will ever have. Like, I just, <laughs> I'm just going to open myself up to that and not give a fuck because I know that, you know, I'm not going to want a long distance relationship. I am not going to meet a guy and fall in love and extend that relationship if I had to move away. So I had the intention of just really getting to know people and making the most out of my time. And at that point, all of my friends were also in different cities and COVID was still a big thing. So I didn't have much of a community as well. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna go date around and meet new people and have some interesting memories before I leave the Netherlands. And that's what I did. And I called in the most incredible people. I'm not even joking. Like I had incredible um, friends with benefits. I had incredible like um, things that were potentially serious, but all the men that I met, it's crazy. I met such secure, healthy, spiritual men who cooked so well. And I was like, oh my God, this is such an amazing time. Um, and I also learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about my attachment styles even more. You know, like when I was healing from from my breakup, I was reading a lot about attachment theory and getting to know my own attachment style. And that was great for my mental awareness, but it's like it's I feel like that's still a bit too limiting for me. These these words like anxious or avoidant attachment styles. I was able to witness my own unique self-sabotaging or relationship patterns um, by dating 
multiple people and by seeing how I react to different things, seeing how I show up in dates, I learned so much about myself and so much about me and love and my pain as well and my different wounds. So that was such an expansive time in my life. And again, that also really showed me that there are so many fishes in the sea, so many fishes, and it's all just down to me choosing. And also, I was I would not have been able to meet those kind of men if I weren't clear on what I wanted. Like Yes, I was writing that list, right? I was writing that list before I even thought of dating. I was just writing that list and I was just declaring to the universe, this is what I'm available for, for from now on. And then I was able to meet such expansive kings in my life. And I was like, bless you. Like, I hope you find your queen because you're such an amazing man. Um, yeah, so that was my little journey in the Netherlands. And I went back to Indonesia for a month to see my mom and to just kind of consolidate all of my things and then prepare for my move to Australia and Australia was a really new landscape for me I don't have any friends I've got my sisters um, and my dad who I'm not very close with but I've got my sisters which was great but yeah no friends no nothing no job it was a brand new slate for me and it was a bit scary but also a bit exhilarating. I'm, I'm not someone who's afraid of change and I do really well by acclimating to different environments. Um, so, you know, it was kind of exciting as well. But all this time, I knew that I wanted to call in the relationship of my dreams. Like, I knew that if I was going to be in a committed relationship next, it's going to be with that person. And it's going to be the relationship that I want. And I was, like, I was ready to just date around and, um, you know, not be committed to anyone until I found the right person. And by the way, just a side note, like, if you're thinking of doing the same or if you don't resonate with it, that's okay. Um, I feel like this is a choice. It's a choice whether or not to date around. It's a choice whether or not to be celibate. It's a choice up to you. Like I, that's just what I chose for myself. And that's what I did. Um, I dated around again in Australia and oh my God, guys, I burnt out in dating. And I think I'm gonna save that story for a different episode and talk more about my dating stories there and what I learned because I learned so, so much. And you know, throughout, that whole phase of dating and manifesting, like declaring and knowing what I want in a relationship. I also went through a lot of shifts internally. You know, externally I was dating and meeting new people and internally I had to work through so many things. And I'm gonna try to break it down for you guys so you guys can learn from that experience and maybe infuse that and integrate that as well if you're in the phase of calling in the relationship of your dreams. So the first thing, is of course healing yourself and healing um, your own patterns healing your own shadows and that for me started in 2019 it didn't just start after the breakup it's been happening since 2019 and i've been committed on that journey because i love it like i love i love healing i don't know how to explain it maybe i was a shaman in my past life i'm not sure definitely know i was very spiritual in my past life but yeah i I'm kind of not addicted, but I kind of like, I really, it's cathartic for me, that healing journey. I, it kind of blows my mind how people find it too much. For me, I'm like, yeah, I will dive right into that wound, see what wants to be seen, feel all the feelings, cry the shit out and like have that cathartic moment. And I just really love it. Like that's kind of one of my favorite parts of the journey and that's what I love leading people through as well because I think I'm just unafraid to dive into my own shadows and so it allows me to become uh, or allows me to be a really powerful space holder because I'm like yeah no girl there's no shadow that's too much there's no emotion there's no memory that's too much like we're here we'll make space for it and I think what really keeps me 
so enticed by it is that my inner child feels so seen in those moments. Yeah, it's uncomfortable to look at those emotions. Of course, I feel uncomfortable. But on the other side of it, my inner child feels so seen because, you know, what she needed in those times that have created those wounds, we're giving it to her now. I'm giving it to her now in these moments. I am holding her as she experiences massive fear. I am holding her as she experiences massive feelings of disappointment or failure. And it's like giving myself something that I've always needed from the past or growing up and now I'm able to give it to me in this healing journey and every day that I show up for myself in my own authenticity in my own emotions that's what I'm doing for me so that was the first phase I think and you know what this brings as well for the relationship is that you are more aware of who you are your tendencies so that when these tendencies come up in the relationship instead of blaming the other person you understand and have that own level of self-accountability because guys, if you want to manifest the relationship of your dreams, it's going to be a pretty mature relationship as well in terms of the emotional um, integration and emotional communication. And you can't have that if you're not even willing to look at your own patterns and understand what's quote unquote wrong with you. Not that it's wrong, but like which parts of you are being activated, which parts of you are feeling really um, uh, vulnerable right now. These are conversations and arenas that you have to look at yourself so that you can have these conversations as well when you're in a relationship. Because when you're in that soulmate relationship, it's going to be intimate. Don't you want it to be like so fucking intimate and you guys are just, you're, you're able to hold space for each other and you're both humans as well. So these things are going to keep coming up. So having the ability to navigate that yourself also allows... Um, for you to be more independent in your own emotional experiences in that relationship instead of expecting your partner to be your therapist or expecting your partner to save you from your emotional drama all the time. And by the way, I'm saying all of this because that, that used to be me. I didn't know how to handle my emotions. I would just shove them away. I would just literally not talk about it because I, I was not taught that way in my family growing up. I, you know, I was criticized for having too many emotions. So of course, eventually I just started shutting them down and I didn't know how to communicate myself and my emotions in um, my relationships. And yeah, so that really manifested in, in some of my relationships, clearly. So that was the first thing that I really navigated. And I think that was the first pillar that really was so important for me to get to where I am today. So now let's do this chronologically. I believe the second thing that was really important for me is to understand what I really wanted in a relationship and being unapologetic with what I want. I... I grew up as the fat kid, as the kid with too many moles, as the kid that's just, I don't know, um, I grew up with a lot of insecurities and that was projected back to me from my family members growing up and I just felt like I was too, too much, too fat, too emotional to put in that word here and that I was just like, who am I to choose who I want as a partner, right? So I just settled for anybody who liked me and that felt validating to me and I chose to say yes to that. But after all these experiences and after cultivating my self-worth and, you know, deeply inviting that love for myself, I finally gave myself the permission to literally, like, dream as big as possible, create and cast that vision out of infinite possibilities of the relationship that I really wanted. And I'll talk more about this in a different episode as well. But yeah, I allowed myself to dream and allowed myself to really not be picky, but just to be... 
<sighs> to really be honest with my, what my soul wanted and needed in a relationship. And I stuck to that. I chose to believe in that that's possible over and over again, no matter how hard and how crazy it seemed to me. I chose to rewrite my beliefs and say that that's possible. And this is the proof that I want to be right now, that it is possible. And, you know, as long as you're willing to even believe 51% in that vision, that you can call it in. Whew, okay. And now that I've been talking about that, I actually have thought of a third pillar as well that was not really in chronological order but this tied into the whole healing journey and that was deeply loving myself like unconditionally loving myself holding that emotional space that um, cultivating physical pleasure and sensuality and you know building a better relationship with my body with my mind with my soul that was so important to me and that was such a big part of my spiritual journey as well and i had to really cultivate that when i was unexpectedly dumped because it, it kind of felt like a test up until then, I've been really working on that relationship with myself while I was in that partnership. And when I was like unexpectedly dumped, I could have thought of it in two ways. The first way is that I am just fucked. I will never find love. Or the second way that I could think about it, which is the more empowering belief, is that I am worthy of love. This breakup does not dictate my worth or what I desire or what's possible for me. It just means that this guy, like we're just like our journeys are just not aligned anymore and he I, cl I clearly don't want to be in a relationship with someone who's not sure about how they feel for me so i'm going to peacefully let him go and invite someone else that's better suited for me that's more aligned with me and my journey and my desires um for it for for myself to invite that person into my life and allow myself to be so deeply committed to them and that's how that journey of falling so deep in love with myself really manifested it's am I able to hold space and still deeply love myself whether or not I'm single whether or not I'm in a relationship because that really doesn't matter your relationship is just extra what you're really looking for is that level of love um, period and you can start facilitating and giving that to yourself and when you do that relationship will show up anyways because vibrationally that's how the universe works and by the way, I think an additional layer of this self-love is showing up in your full authenticity, in the fullness of who you are. And for me, that looked like being able to go on dates and tell people that I am a spiritual co coach back then on the side and that I have these beliefs and that this this is what I am into and this is who I am and I love astrology so give me your birth time and I want to pull up your chart like that's who I, I had to become I had to be so comfortable with myself especially in dating because I knew that if I'm gonna manifest the fucking love of my life and I'm not even being authentic how is that even going to happen like no you know it shouldn't be his job to unravel and peel back the layers it's my job to show up in my fullness and it's the other person's job to show up in their fullness and then we see from there okay are we a match are we not that's fine and you know it, it quickens the process as well if you're trying to be who you're not you're never going to find that person that you really want to be with because you're not even you and they can't connect with you so that was the third pillar for me and the final pillar is healing my feminine and masculine wounds i think when 2019 begin that began that really was when i got to know my feminine wounds deeply you know i stopped i was burnt out from law school i was tired of just studying and doing and hustling so much and i saved up enough to just 
live a year without doing anything and so that's what I did and I ended up on this beautiful massive spiritual healing journey <laughs> and I think I really got to know my feminine side I got to cultivate my intuition my spiritual gifts um, to really create that emotional relationship with myself that I never had the capacity to do so and that was such a beautiful awakening and Afterwards, I realized that I had to really heal my masculine wounds because yes, I do have both and I think we all have both and I'm gonna go deeper into that in different episodes but for me, that was actually the final piece because okay, you've heard my stories of you know dating and like I'm really comfortable going after what I want. That's really easy for me and you know in, in Australia, <laughs> I went on a lot of dates. I went on, let me count. I went on about around seven dates with four different guys in 10 days while working full-time in this new job while trying to move into a new place. Like I was busy, but I made time for it because I knew what I wanted and I wanted to go for it. But by the end of it, I still remember it was Christmas day. I went home from a date and I was exhausted. Like I was emotionally exhausted. I was physically exhausted. I'm like, I am done. Like I'm done trying so hard. I know that at some point that relationship will come. Maybe it'll come in 40 years. I don't even care how long it'll come because I'm just tired of putting in so much work. You know, I just let go and I was like, I know it'll come some point, right? And if it doesn't happen for me now, fine, fuck it. But I'm tired. I was so burnt out. And actually that for me was the final piece. And for you, the final piece might be really different, but this is just my story, right? And that was my final piece. I had to surrender. I had to really surrender and not try so hard because also in that relationship that I was calling in, I wasn't, I didn't want to lead anymore. In my past relationships, I've always been the more masculine one. I've always led, I've always made the decisions. I've always been the one who showed up first and, you know, created the long-term vision for the relationship and was the first one to like, I don't know, like I just carried more of the masculine energy in the relationship. And I got tired of that. <laughs> I got really tired that when I was when I was in that dating world, I also was looking, looking at how I can soften myself more and more so I can be supported by the masculine. And that's how I was able to refine my list as well and really understand what I wanted. Because I remember there was this one date in particular where I was just, I felt really safe with this person and I allowed myself to experiment. I was like, okay, what if we just surrender and like trust and like try to be really intimate? And that was one of the most beautiful memories I have to this day because I didn't feel like a woman until that day. <laughs> and it was beautiful. And I was like, this is what I want. I want this. I want this feeling in my soulmate relationship. So what I had to learn as well is how to not lead and allow the masculine to lead. And for me, I had to soften and surrender to the masculine. And, you know, with these masculine wounds that I had, I, it was hard for me to do that because I, didn't, I wasn't able to trust the masculine that much. And this is what I had to heal and what I had to learn over time for me to get to where I am today, to allow my man and my king to lead me um, and to fully trust that. So that was the final pillar for me. And by the way, by the way, a little plug, these are the pillars that I literally like plant into Sovereign, which is my six month uh, coaching container. So if you want to work with me on the highest level and you're ready for this kind of love and you're just like, I want to be on that journey with you, I want to be guided by you, this is, um, that's the best portal for you to enter into my field. 
But I am actually announcing something super exciting as well. I'm going to start um, creating spots for Voxer coaching. So if you don't really need that six months, if you maybe just want to try out coaching with me for a month first, I'm going to start doing 30-day Voxer coaching. I have limited spots available, but it's going to be 555 for 30 days of access to Voxer with me, where we basically get to talk about everything and you get to we get to shift your beliefs instantly. We get to calibrate you to that level of love so that you can manifest that love. This is even for people who are already in relationships and they want to deepen the love because I see myself going to that direction in the future and I've already coached people in their relationships before. So, you know, if you just feel like wanting to be in my field and wanting to be coached by me, this is a great experience to begin with. And also I have a VIP option where we can add in a 90 minute coaching call with me for 777 total. So you have that 30 days of Voxer coaching and that call with me for 777. And usually these calls with me um, for 90 minutes are like $350. So you're saving quite a bit. So if this is something you're interested in, DM me because I have limited spots available for this. But I'm so excited. Like I just, I love, I love coaching. I love talking about love. I love, and this is my mission. Like I want to help people manifest the love that they really want because life's too short to not experience that, guys. That's that's all I'm saying. So that's what's coming up in my world. And also another exciting announcement is this is actually the first episode of a series I'm doing on this podcast called Manifest Love. And, you know, it's going to be a mix of solo episodes like these where I talk about my own journey. And I'm also bringing some of my beautiful soul sisters and maybe even soul brothers on here um, to talk about their own journey of how they have manifested love. And my intention with this is to create expanders for you for for you listeners who you know are desiring that relationship that that love that life and love of your dreams and your ego is still finding it hard to believe that it's possible for you i am going to invite all these people to share their stories share their journeys share how unique everyone has been um, so that you can relate and you can create that possibility for yourself and allow your ego to believe that this is equally as possible for you. So I already have a few episodes lined up that is so, so exciting. And I'm bringing like my favorite, favorite people on there as well. So keep a lookout on the podcast. I have some ugh, just amazing things coming up. Um, but yeah, that was all. Oh, yes. Okay. Final thing. So one of my favorite moments when I was dating James is I was like, okay, um, I had this one specific, I still remember how I looked like, I still remember where it happened. It happened, I think on our third date, we were having sushi and you know, he was like, it was getting serious and he was, he was telling me, he's like, Hey, look, this is what I'm calling in in my life. And he pulled up his phone and his phone had like a large note section where he had affirmations on his phone. And that was the moment where I was brought back to the list that I have been cultivating that I completely forgot, by the way, up until this point, I was, I forgot. I haven't edited that list since November of 2020. And this, all of this, this memory was happening in January, 2021. Um, and he was reading out his affirmations and my jaw kind of dropped because like my mind just clicked. I was like, wait, this is what I've been calling in. I've been calling in a guy that's into manifestation that is spiritual, but not too spiritual. And I had a whole list and I, I literally that night I pulled up the list and I was like, fuck, everything was just ticked. So that's another story, I think, because I want to walk through that list with you guys and just share more of that. But that's when I knew I was like, oh my God, 
I manifested the relationship that I was calling in. And yeah, I think that's where I'm going to end the episode today. I hope you found that um, entertaining. I hope that expanded you and your vision of love. And if you want to connect with me more, you can find me on Instagram at Nicole Rosalia Claire. Chat with me, DM me. I love talking to you guys. Love getting to know you and your journey in love. I'm just, I just love love. And I, find, I think I finally like really finding my mission because of course of course it's going to be love i mean i'm a fucking libra sun and i have a leo moon and of course it's going to be tied to spirituality because i my rising is in sagittarius so (laughs) yeah this is it's just all coming full circle for me and if you can't tell i'm having a lot of fun so i hope you can come on the journey with me if you're interested in voxer coaching or even joining sovereign and wanting to work with me on that high intimate level Ooh. Welcome, babe. I can't wait for you to join. Um, you can DM me on Instagram and I'll send you and fill you in all the deets. So guys, my mouth is frothing. I've been speaking so much. But I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day or evening. And keep a lookout on all the coming episodes. It's going to be so fun. And ah, love you guys so much. <laughs>